Today we have a guest on the podcast. Her name's Brienne Helfrich, and we're talking to her about her brand and collection, the Helfrich Collective. Um, we're really excited to have her on. We had her through Zoom, so it's going to be a little bit of a different setting than this. But yeah, hope you enjoy. So to everyone listening, today we have Brianna. Do you pronounce it Brianna? Brianna. Brianne. 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 Okay. 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 <laughs> on the podcast, um, we. So we came across you on Instagram. We came into contact on Instagram. And um, just for everyone listening, as we were, as I was looking through some of your platforms, like your website for your brand, which we'll talk about, and also just your Instagram and everything, I felt like even after like we first connected, I'm like, wait, we actually have a lot in common because a lot of your platforms mention how your brand isn't just a clothing brand isn't just like a streetwear brand but it's more of a platform for like a a bigger cause Mm -hmm. so with that being said can you introduce your brand and like what you do and what exactly it's about yeah so um hi I'm Brian Halfridge I am 24 years old I'm from Edmonton Alberta but right now I'm in Pittsburgh going to school I'm pre-med so hopefully going to med school after I get my master's um Yeah. And then I started a clothing brand during the pandemic called Healthrich Collective. And like you said, I kind of use it as a platform to raise awareness for various charities and organizations. So for each collection, we donate to a different organization. Also, I just really love fashion. I like designing different hoodies and sweats and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's really fun. Mm -hmm. And then I also have my own podcast called Welcome to the Collective. And that's kind of it. That's all I do. Okay. Well, I had a question initially when I was looking through, obviously, like you said, like your fashion is great. Like the hoodies Mm -hmm. and the sweats are all great. Yeah. But I saw something and I saw something you also posted. I think it was called um, the trust collection, the trust in it, trust in it collection. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of what we talk about on here is just like spirituality and just like manifestation and just like the struggles and anxieties that we go through when like trying to achieve all these goals so I wanted to know if you can tell everyone like what went behind this trust in it collection what it means to you more than just like the actual clothing also like how it started like how you knew this was like a passion of yours that like you wanted to do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it kind of started on a whim I really like didn't think that this is what I was going to do at all like I'm a STEM major I know nothing about business I like didn't know anything Mm -hmm. and during the pandemic um my mental health kind of started to take like a huge toll I like went through a breakup I got sent back home into my hometown and like was in lockdown like in a Mm -hmm. house with my family, which I wasn't used to. I was used to like being on my own. Um, I got rejected from med schools, all this stuff. So I kind of just like was spiraling out of control. And I one day was like, what can I do to pull myself out of this? Like, I'm very self-aware. And I was like, if I keep going down this path, like who knows what's going to happen. So it kind of just started like randomly. I was like, I like hoodies. Like I like sweats. Like, why can't I kind of start this? And then Mm -hmm with the whole trust in it, I basically during this time had to tell myself, like, you have to trust in the fact that like life is working for you, not against you. Like everything that's happening is happening for a reason. And it's like going to make me a better person at the end of it. So even like not getting into med school right away, like now I'm in a different program that I'm learning new things and it'll make me a better doctor. So 
it was a big thing that I was like, you just have to trust in like whatever it is that you want, like the universe, your faith, spirituality, whatever, like that everything's going to work out for you the way it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. And that kind of like gave me comfort because when you feel like everything's out of control, you kind of just need one thing to be like, okay, no, I'm fine. Like everything yeah. will be okay. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where that started. Like and we talk a lot about that too, just like trusting in the process, but also mm-hmm. I feel like it's so hard like just to put it simply like it's so hard and like the reason why I said that we're similar to you in that sense is because we also started the podcast during the during the pandemic and Mm -hmm. like to think about where we were at like when we started it it's like Mm -hmm. a whole different mental space than where we're at now and we kind of just trusted it and here we are I just remember like sitting in our backyard writing down like random notes not really thinking we were gonna go through with it like I just thought yeah I mean, I knew we were going to do it, but I didn't think we were actually going to actually go through with it. Like now we have a studio, like it progressed a lot. And um, yeah. when I think of like, you said that you're a STEM major, right? Yeah. And then now you're going into business. That's like a whole different major. Like it's a whole different thing. I'm a business major or marketing, and I can't picture myself like stepping into a different Whoa. subject field or like, let's yeah. just say like me into science or like, I could never imagine that. And like, kudos to you for doing that because that's a huge leap of faith that obviously has been working in your favor I just think that's like really it's like inspiring like I don't yeah yeah I just I kind of want to know like what I know this, this might sound like a stupid question but like no, when I like hear about people just like starting businesses and doing all this stuff like a lot mm-hmm. of like logistics come into play right like suppliers yeah. and all of that stuff mm-hmm. right and that seems like when I think about that that seems so daunting to me Mm -hmm. so like what did you physically have to do to like step into this role right like you're you were I'm guessing at this time like was the med school thing already already happened where you didn't get in or like were you going through all this and then you just decided to start the business and just go for it like how did you actually step into it you know yeah so it was kind of like I was getting rejected from schools and I was on a gap year from like my undergrad to like hopefully go into med school I was on a gap year and originally that gap year I was supposed to travel and then obviously COVID happened and I was like in lockdown and Canada had very different restrictions than like all my friends in America so I was like watching them all like travel everywhere and I was like what am I supposed to do Mm -hmm. um but so I mean I still want to go to med school I still want to be a doctor that's still what I want to do But yeah, starting the business, I knew nothing. I still don't really know anything. We're just like going through it and just like Mm -hmm. trying our best. But luckily, like my parents were helping. My mom's a lawyer. So she kind of helped with like Mm -hmm. the logistical side of it because I don't understand 90% of it. And a lot of it, like, it's very scary to start your own business. But a lot of it was like, I just had to research. Like, I just had to like, look up different things that I like in hoodies and different ways of going about stuff. And a lot of it is trial and error. Like you just Mm -hmm. try something, it doesn't work. And I'm like, okay, now I know next time, Mm -hmm. change it, you know? And like, I'm asking because I feel like a lot of us in this generation, we have like our main, like quote unquote, like gig or thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like yours is like, you're focused on going to med school. Mine is whatever ours is, but like I feel like all of us want to have that side thing and it's Mm -hmm. like I always question like business owners like you people who've started brands like would you ever want this like quote-unquote side thing passion project to turn into what you do on the day-to-day like all day every day like does that does that ever run through your head do you ever have that mental struggle because I do and I'm just like wondering if anyone else feels the same way 
Yeah, I think about it all the time, honestly, like, especially like when school's really hard, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I wish HC would just like blow up and I'd be in New York doing photo shoots. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, they're both very taxing, but like, in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely something that like, I, I, if you would have asked me at the beginning, I'd be like, this is just like a one and done thing. I'm going to make one item and like be done but it's kind of still going and like we have a new collection coming out like next week and like all this stuff like it just keeps going into this bigger thing so I definitely want it to be something that I want to do for like the rest of my life but at the same time like I'm also like I kind of still want to be a doctor so I'm like I might as well just do both and everyone's Mm -hmm. like you're insane for wanting to do that and I'm like Mm -hmm. but let's just try it and see what happens Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like it's hard to like gauge when you're doing too much you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm the same way too like I just want to do ever like I just want to do it all and everyone's like you need to slow the fuck down you're you're really gonna like burn out but it's like there's so much opportunity and when you find something you're passionate about you just want it to like take off you know what I mean so I feel the same way were you gonna say something sorry yeah I was gonna say um I know friends who are in med school and like they're going through it they're like it's so hard and I never really understood how hard school was until talking to like a med student like literally because like you guys have to obviously it's like daunting it's a lot of like studying and work so how do you manage like prioritizing school but also at the same time your side hustle or the business like what like struggles do you have to go through what was your biggest like obstacle do you think you had to overcome because there's a lot of people in the same boat right Mm -hmm. yeah um honestly I think like the biggest obstacle is like myself like Mm -hmm. I know it sounds weird but like I will be the first to be like you're not doing enough push yourself harder you suck like whatever and so yeah like self-sabotaging yeah like I would literally self-sabotage all the time like I would stay up till four in the morning doing HC and then wake up at like 5 30 the next day and like go do school like it yeah like I can't do that and Mm -hmm. like that's not a healthy lifestyle to live in any way so kind of like telling myself and like getting over my own self-sabotage and being like you can relax like you're gonna do better if you like take time to Mm -hmm. chill is really important but I mean I'm like trying to figure out how to balance it a little bit better because like I said I'm like very want to do the best I can at everything so I push myself really hard yeah definitely like planning ahead is a huge thing like I will literally schedule stuff like a month in advance so that nothing's really like a huge surprise like Mm -hmm. especially with school I know I have a paper due in two weeks so what Mm -hmm. am I going to do now to kind of prep me for that yeah and so that really helps so it's just not obviously I'm still like gonna procrastinate sometimes and like yeah I mean it happens like whatever like that's just like life and that's Mm -hmm. what I do Mm -hmm. but I try my best to start everything early and like give myself time yeah I think like what you said like self-sabotaging me and Sam talk about this all the time like this generation like Gen Z millennials whatever whatever generation we're in right now (laughs) we're like we wanna I don't even know know what I am we want to like it's like a go, go, go kind of thing. And I talked about this last episode because we felt like I've been kind of in a rut lately where I don't really know where I'm going. And I'm like, I haven't been doing much. It feels like I haven't been doing much because in like society, in this world we live in, if you're not like waking up, working, doing your side hustle, doing sports, whatever, meditating all in one day, like you're, you're lazy, you're not doing enough. So I feel like we get scared to like give ourselves a break. Mm-hmm. you know so that's why I also feel like I get what you mean about like self-sabotage because you think to yourself like you're not doing enough but in reality I remember who said it to us um 
one of our guests said to us that like work is not just like sitting your ass in a chair 24 seven. Like we do work in so many other different ways, whether it be like walking your dog, whether it be studying or researching, like we don't realize how much we put in like 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even like with HD and stuff, like a lot of it's like on my phone, like a lot mm-hmm. of it's like planning stuff, all this stuff, but in my head, I don't really think that that's work. So then I come yeah. home and I'm like, what more can I do? Like sit yes. down, like oh sit your God, ass down and like that. get stuff done. And I'm like, but I've literally been exhausted all day, like calling people and sending emails and all this stuff. Yeah. And even on social media, like TikTok and stuff, I see another 24 year old girl, like living in a penthouse or like mm-hmm. all this stuff. And I'm like, I, yeah, I'm like, I'm literally not doing anything with my life. And I have to like remind myself, like I actually, I, I see TikToks like those, like, they're like, do you want to be a billionaire at 24? Like phone, yeah, I mean, they have no, like, wait, but not I'm even, like, holy it's shit. Not even that, or it's when you see the worst is, is when you see someone similar to you, like, let's say you, for mm-hmm. example, you see like a 20 something year old girl that has a collection kind of like yours, maybe. And yeah. they're living in New York in a penthouse doing this, this, and that. And exactly. you're like, what the fuck? Like I'm out it's here like, working so hard. Yeah. And I feel that. And like, it's hard because like, we're so hard on, hard on ourselves. And I personally, like she said, last podcast, we were talking about this. I'm working mm-hmm. on trying to get out of that. And like, yeah. I don't know, thinking about how you were able, like I was looking through your website and all this. I'm like, how is, I'm not sure if you have a team, but it's just me and like my graphic designer. I'm yeah, like, I, was yeah, like, I don't know crazy. how, like being in, I remember like being in school and I'm sure it wasn't as crazy as what you're doing, but <laughs> if I was in school and like having to start a business, like not having to wanting to start a business like that. Mm-hmm. And it looked like it looks obviously professional and great. Oh God, and thank you. It looks so nice. I'm like, genuinely, I know how it feels to be like trying to juggle so much. So that's why we thought it was important to like have you on and just get your advice. But yeah. No, yeah, that's crazy. And also um, like going back to the social media thing, how you said that like sitting down and doing social media doesn't feel like work. I was recently an intern doing like a digital media strategist, but I was a lot on my phone and I literally felt like I'm like, I'm not even working. Like I was doing things like social media calendars and influencer shit, like all that kind of stuff. But I was like, this does not feel like work, but you don't realize social media, like there's so many like techniques and tools you have to know. And I'm sure you had to teach yourself about like SEO, like word search, keywords, stuff like that, that still work, but just doesn't feel like it's work, you know, and social media is huge. Yeah. Yeah. How did you like build up your, I guess, social media presence with the brand? Like, how did you, did you do it from the ground up? Did you already have kind of people waiting for this to come out? Um, I literally did it from the ground up. Like I'm a very work hard in silence and then just like do stuff type mm-hmm. of person. That's the best no one knew that this was happening. Like besides like my one best friend and my parents, no one had any idea. And then one day I was like, hi, like, please go buy my hoodie. And like posted mm-hmm. it, made an Insta, like all this stuff. And everyone was like, what the fuck? Like, where did this <laughs> yeah. like, oh yeah, by the way, like I designed this, like and- surprise kind of okay. thing. That makes me think about, I think you're going to say the same No, thing? I was going to say, did you feel not insecure, but did imposter you feel, syndrome? I don't like using no, that word. Not ever, oh, you know what that is. Okay. I was going to say like, yeah, I didn't know what that yeah. is. No, I didn't know what it was at first. So I was, I don't know, but I was going to say like, did you feel like you posting like, okay, hoodies are up, like designed by me. Did you feel mm-hmm. like in the inside, you're kind of like 
shit like what if people like oh touch God. it I was, yeah I was like shitting myself like I was so scared but like I mean it's a scary thing because you like putting yourself out there no matter yeah. what like mm-hmm. it's such a scary thing and I just same thing I had to like get over my self-sabotage and be like do people actually care this mm-hmm. much about what I'm doing probably not like I'm yeah. a little self-centered people probably don't care like <laughs> it's fine type of thing but yeah no I was like shitting myself and even if they do care like it's who care like who why do we care that they yeah. care you know like everyone has their own thing I've seen there's so many side businesses that came out of COVID that like my friends are doing or like acquaintances mm-hmm. and it should be something that like you know good for you kind of thing like not exactly. shitting on it but I mean there are always gonna be people like that anyway so you know what almost the thing is I feel like it's because I mean I'm happy for anybody who came out of this COVID shithole with like a business or like mm-hmm. a passion project but it's almost like, I feel bad saying this. I don't know if this is bad to say, but it's almost like, a, like oversaturated, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, there's so many things going on that like, like you're, I, I don't know about you, but like, I feel like I'm comparing our little side hustle thing to someone else's and you're, and you're like, mm-hmm. fuck, like, are we not, did we not work hard enough throughout this whole time? Like, do you know what I mean? I don't know if you feel that way, but no, that's my I type of imposter syndrome. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I literally feel the same. And like, people in my hometown now are like starting to kind of come out with like businesses similar and I'm like oh shit I'm like oh okay like great yeah at the same time I'm also like I think my work ethic is what's gonna make my brand stand out like yeah I think that I mean everyone that wants to do stuff and everyone's like has this idea even with a podcast people are like yeah this would be so fun I might get famous from it whatever but then they're going to die off when they realize how much hard work actually goes into it. And so I'm like, people like us that are still working hard and hustling at it, like, I really think it's going to, like, it's going to show and it's going to be known, you know? Not only that, but people can see through, like, a brand's personality. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. they can tell if you're fake. They can tell if you just want to get famous off shit. Like, we didn't start this podcast. I have even now like I don't the thought of being famous is not like my main priority like I'm not yeah, trying to it gives me anxiety honestly I'm like that is way too much pressure no like, yeah like I, I just want to look at me <laughs> yeah no that's literally me like I Sam always make like it would be nice to go to LA and do all that shit whatever yeah. but yeah. I like I don't think I could be like in the eyes of people like that like 24 oh. 7 and I actually kind of like I'm sure everyone likes their like job that they do but like I want to pursue like what I'm studying you know what I mean like you said mm-hmm. before um what was I saying? No, I forgot what I was saying. I rambled. I don't know. We're rambling, but I genuinely think what I'm trying to think about what I was saying, but I forget now. <laughs> you were saying that about not oh, no, I forgot. recognized. No, bef- before that. It's okay. Okay. Well, I just want I to say, that. because I want people listening being like, okay, like oh, the famous thing. Yeah. you're comparing yourself to other people with brands and businesses. It's not about that. It's like you said, like, it's how you want to stand out from this like oversaturated market. Right. Like, I don't want people to think like, I don't want someone else to do well. No, do. of course not. You yeah, know what I mean? No, of course. And like, I honestly think there's so much abundance that like everyone yes. can do well and that kind of thing. And I, it sounds dumb. I like always tell myself like, they're not me. And that is my power. Like, yeah, no one's going to do stuff exactly the way I am and all this stuff. And that's what makes me stand out. Cause no one's going to go about things the exact same way that I am, mm-hmm. you know, but I always, I always tell myself, cause like, I get, I get that way too. And I, I get anxiety mm-hmm. when I see, like, I don't know, I get anxiety about like what I'm doing, uh, like my side hustle when I see yeah. like other people just like, this is gonna sound bad but this is just like my own insecurity I'm just like being open about it when I see other people just like blowing up and doing so well like while I'm happy for them I'm just like 
why not me? Like, why yeah, not me? You're like, and, what am I doing wrong? Kind of thing. Right. So what I have to keep reminding myself is that like, that's not my journey or like, let's mm-hmm. say for the podcast, that's not our journey. Like our journey is exactly. going to be different. We're successful in a different way. We're like connecting with people like you, like from different areas of the world, the country, you know what I mean? That's what success looks like to me. So I feel like for anyone out there listening, who's like debating doing something, but scared, I feel like yeah. you just have to focus on your own journey. You know, Not I mean? only that, but also consistency is like key uh, for a thousand percent. You know, you might not be, looking at your progress is a lot but mm-hmm. once you keep being consistent with it like a girl like we've seen it with the podcast too I'm sure you've seen it with your business like there's times where you're like hey I just want to give up and like stop but Absolutely. when you yeah. keep going that's when all the hard work pays off right mm-hmm. question um in times of like those moments where you're like hey I just want to quit like what's the you don't have to share if you want to but what's like the worst thing that's happened so far like throughout your journey, not worse, but just like the biggest kind of obstacle obstacle that you're like, fuck this. Like, I don't even want to continue. And how did you like get out of it? I know you mentioned before that in general, you just tell yourself, you know, to keep going and like stand out from the rest and your work ethic, but like tangibly, what was like a moment? That you can um, yeah. So for our second collection, it's like a hoodie and sweats and there was a manufacturing error and they like kept messing up like the bulk order kind of thing. And it took like a really really long time for me to get them but I already launched it Mm. and that was like my fault I like launched it too early I thought they were going to be there the next day they weren't and so I had this like month period that I was like I'm so sorry like they're coming kind of thing and I literally I'm not even joking I like cried like every day I was so stressed out Mm -hmm. again it's like a thing how I'm like do these people really care not really like they're like Mm -hmm. it's fine I'll get it at certain point whatever but because I put so much pressure on myself, mm-hmm. I was like so distraught. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, all the time, I think like, I'm done, like, fuck this. I've had enough. Like, this is too much. And then I kind of have a breakdown for a minute. And then like the next day, I'm like, okay, so now like, what am I going to do? Okay, yeah, so, yeah. Like, let me call people and like figure things out. Yeah. But I think it's so normal. Like, it is, yeah. you just, especially because it's like, it's something that I want so bad. And like, I'm trying so hard at if I feel like I'm not seeing benefits from it, or like I have a really slow week or like whatever it is, I can get really hard on myself and really down. And I'm kind of like, do I really want to do this? It's so much stress. Like I hate this. And then mm-hmm. again, next day I'm like, okay, no, like we love this. We're fine. Yeah. We're going. You but have to like remind yourself why bad. you started in the first place. Exactly. Right? And that's like what my parents told me too. They were like, you started it to like help people and like raise awareness and donate. And as long as you're doing that, like you're doing well. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like it's not about the sales. It's about like helping p- these people that you wanted to help. And that's why you started it. No, yeah, hundred percent. And I like commend you for that. I was looking at some of yeah. the, like the charities. The most recent one was St. Jude's, right? If I'm not mistaken, or is that um, not? The mo- no, that was like two ago. So the most recent one was Refugees International. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That, so how do you go about, do you just like pick which one, it, like pick a charity that means something to you every time a new collection comes out or do you get suggestions? Like, how do you go about doing that? Um, Kind of both. So for the first one, like I said, it was like the trust in it collection. So mental health was a huge mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So that's where I wanted to donate to. And then my mom suggested this woman's shelter in Edmonton. Um, So I like 
reached out to them and I like love them. So we donated to them too. And then it's kind of just like whatever is kind of like going on in the world. Like I did Refugees International for the last one because that was kind of like really, really prominent in the world. Mm -hmm. And I like wanted to help a lot. And so it kind of just depends if people have suggestions. And I obviously will like look into the charities. Um, I make it like a point to like reach out to the charities and like get to know them a little bit more. Because if I like actually want to advocate for them, I need to like actually no, know. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you never know sometimes. Yeah, exactly. So like for the next one that we have launching, I'm going to do Santa's Anonymous. It's like in Edmonton and they like donate toys and stuff and like my grandma and grandpa used to take me to deliver toys when I was little so it's like mm-hmm. a close to home type of mm-hmm. thing yeah like for Christmas that's but, really cute yeah it just like depends kind of depends on like what we're feeling what we're feeling like what's going yeah. on in the world yeah so when does the new collection launch again the 22nd I believe oh whatever you said yeah, yeah okay like so in like time an- for Black Friday. When is Black Friday? On Friday. <laughs> Next Friday, not this Friday. Oh, is it not this Friday? Oh, okay. No, oh, I, I thought it was this Friday. Oops. Okay. I know. American Thanksgiving. I'm like, I'm Canadian. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. When is America?